The dog from hell. It all started a long time ago, when my brothers and my sisters would gather around the old wood heater, trying to stay warm during the cold winter months. My grandmother house, an old white house with two bedrooms and a kitchen. That old wood heater is in the main room of the house, which happened to be one of the bedrooms, also a sitting room for entertainment. Gathering around that old wood heater is where my grandmother will tell her stories. She says that they are true stories. There was one story that frightened me, and I wanted to know was it true. One Halloween night, we all gather around that old wood heater eating popcorn and drinking soda pop, while we waited for Grandma to tell us the story about the big black dog with red eyes that dragged a big chain. She started the story about the location where people have spotted this big black dog that they have named the dog from hell. Being African-American and living on a white farmer land, I am sure parents and grandparents told stories to keep us, the children, I, in our place to respect the white farmer land. My grandmother house sits on a hill, surrounded by acres and acres of farmland, the landscape was like a rotor coaster, up and down, up and down with curved roads, in a small town in North Carolina. My grandmother is 78 years old, with long gray hair. She walked slowly, but speak clearly. The story focus point starts on an old dirt road that was about 500 feet from the house. It was no through way, only a farm road to harvest crop, and when you get to the end is where you will find the dog from hell. My grandmother would say that, when you hear that chain dragging alongside the bushes, you will start to hear the limbs on the branches begin to break. She said, I do not understand why it never got caught on something, somewhere. I asked, how is that possible? She looks at me, pausing, then started back telling the story. That dog from hell has never been seen in the light of day, only at night. They say that if you see that dog, with the big dragging chain around his neck, not to look into his eyes. His eyes are the gateway to hell. The eyes are fiery red, and you see the damned. That are those that souls have been stored between hell and earth, and to move about the earth, as long as the dog remains. Grandmother said that they must walk Satan dog at night. My grandmother laughed and laughed, then got up and threw a few raw peanuts on top of that old wood heater. She sat back into her rocker and continued telling the story. My brother asked, have you ever seen the dog? She said, no son, if so, someone else will be telling you this story. She laughed again. See, this story was told to me by my grandmother, and probably told by her grandmother. First, let's start where the first sighting, and who saw the black dog from hell. It was your great-great-uncle Leroy. He was only about 15 years of age. A future track star. The fastest 15-year-old in the state at that time. He had medals, and a girl, for each medal. She laughed again. He was at the age of smelling himself, as grandmother put it. Grandmother said, she told him a hundred times not to run across the farmer field. He did not listen. But one particular night, he sneaks out of the house to meet one of his friends. I was told that they were having a good time. His friend and him was drinking, and he was not older enough to drink. His disobedience hurt his future. Whether he was old enough or not, he lost his dream of being fast like Bolt. Drinking lead to one thing after another. On that summer night, 
him and his friend decided to park his car down that path on the farmer land. They tossed their trash out into the field, as if it was a dump. The story goes on to say that, on that night, the dog was summoned. This is what's so odd about the story, it is said, that they heard the chain dragging alone the trees. And when they saw the chain, they knew that it was something big dragging the chain. The chain was like a branding iron, red and hot, glowing. I then said, what happened grandmother? My grandmother tells me, that your uncle Leroy were not the most diabolic person that night. There was one of his friends that were an abuser at home. He had an abusive father and a junkie mother. He was a chip off the old block. He did not care about the life of animals. He will torture stray cats and wandering dogs just for his entertainment. Well, on that night, with his trunk up and beer cans everywhere, he saw what he thought was only a dog, so he grabs a tire iron from the trunk and begin to run toward the dog. The dog decided he is going to meet him. Your uncle Leroy said that the dog made a U-turn, and when the chain came around, it slapped his friend on the side of his face. A few years later, Uncle Leroy's friend was killed in a car accident. It is said that if you were to see this dog and look him in the eye, you will see Uncle Leroy's friend trapped inside, beating on the dog from hell pupil. Grandmother said, stay away from that dirt road. As we were going to bed, I said what an imagination. See, I knew the story that the old people told back then, but it can have a frightened effect on the little ones. The next day, my brother Brent, who is the youngest of my six brothers, said to me, I was thinking last night about what Granny said about the dog. I could not sleep because if there is a dog out there, we need to get him or her before it gets us. Brent was 14 going on 15 with green eyes, and he likes puzzles and games that solve problems. He found the story not to be true, but a fairy tale, told to us so that we would not be a burden to the farmer. Brent, I am feeling some type of way I said. By the way, my name is Naomi. I was beginning to think that my baby brother knew what we were about to do. I am this skinny 17-year-old, freckly-faced girl, that look up to my brothers and my father. We will look for this ghost dog, or dog from hell, or whatever." Brent said with a smile on his face. Meanwhile, Brent and I started planning our mission. We will go to that old dirt road tomorrow and investigate the story of, the dog from hell. The next morning, Brent and I after breakfast, finish working on the plan. We knew that grandmother takes a nap around 12 noon after giving us a snack. The rest of the kids were out playing but Brent and I sat on the floor talking about leaving the house once Granny was asleep. We did not want the other kids to know what we were doing, so we would plan a foot race down the road. Something that we often did. Are we walking down that old dirt road? You might can outrun me, but cannot you outrun that dog? Said Brent. I paused for a few seconds and then said, okay, we take the bikes. I told him that we are only going to see the layout of the land, to make sure that there is no obstruction in the way. The real mission will be tonight. Why tonight? Brent asked. You see movies, everything happens at night. We laugh and get up from the floor and went outside and played with the other kids. The chickens in the henhouse were laying the eggs for tomorrow morning breakfast. 
There was this stray cat that would come up to the house looking for food but would not let you get close to it. John was climbing the one tree that we had in yard. Mary and Pam were playing hopscotch with a piece of broken glass. Derek and Willie were riding the only two bikes that we have. They are my siblings. And over to the right side of the barn was that red wagon. The red wagon has some cut firewood inside of it that my father had cut the other day. I told Brent, while we wait for them to get off the bike and grandmother takes her nap, let us stack the firewood on the porch. Okay, it is time. Grandmother has gone to sleep and now that Derek and Willie are playing cards, we can take the bikes and go on our mission. What if we see that dog? What will we do? Brent asked. What you think? We will ride as fast as we can, and the mission is off, and we listen to grandmother. But if we see no dog, the mission is still on for tonight. We rode down to the dirt path and saw that there was no fence or any other obstruction in our way. We stopped for a minute before going down the path. We started down the dirt road, got over halfway to the end, and heard a sound. It sounded like something was dragging something through the bushes. And then a flock of birds flew off from one section of trees, where we heard the dragging sound. We turned and paddle as fast as we can to get back to the road. The path was bumpy but once we got to the road, we breath a sign of relief. I looked at Brent and said, let's go prepare for tonight. I told Brent the things that we will need, like a lantern, daddy shotgun, and some water bottle, fill with gas, and matches. Who the boy here? Gee, you look at too many movies. We leave at sundown. I hope that there will be a full moon tonight. When Granny goes to bed, let us pack everything in the red wagon. Brent said, as he chose to be the leader of this mission. This going to be fun. I replied. It was a cold day in early November, Brent and I are pulling the little red wagon down the path. A ditch on one side and a cornfield on the other side. Some stalks still stand, but the corn has been harvested. As the sun is hiding behind the trees, a light breeze makes some stalks scary. The entrance to the dirt road is about 300 feet from the house. The path that we are on has some twists and turns that obstruct the view to the house. We have arrived at the entrance of the dirt road. We turned and looked at one another, knowing what we are about to do was something crazy. We did not care. No one will either say let us go back. The wagon wheel made a little noise as it hit this hole, and that hole, as we travel up and down the hill of the dirt path. The night stars have emerged, and there is a half moon. At the top of the hill on the path, there was a calm wind that blew and a stink that concerned us. Over in the field, lies a dead coyote. The smell became worst, the closer we got near it. We could see down the path of the dirt road, and at the end is the tree line. The path continues, but the closer we got, the darker it got. I think I better load the shotgun. Brent said quietly. I will grab one of the gas bottles. I said quietly. Suddenly, we were not walking as fast. Although, there are stars in the night sky, there are also clouds that hide the light of the half-moon. Look. I pointed my finger down the path. We stopped for a second. What? Brent said, pointing the loaded shotgun down the path.
I thought I saw something. I said as I lifted the lantern. Holding the gas bottle in one hand, and the lantern in the other, we continue walking and pulling the red wagon on that bumpy dirt road. It is dark now. The light from the lantern only seems to show us and the wagon. We begin to think that we made a mistake. Then there was a sound, a howling sound, that we could not determine the direction from which the sound came from. Only less than 50 feet away from the tree line, some flocks of birds flew toward us, which causes Brent and I to drop to the ground. When we got up, we see it, we see the big black chain, we hear the frightened sounds. I looked at Brent. He turned and looked at me with his mouth wide open. He then unloaded the shotgun and returned it back to the wagon, and I lowered the lantern and put back the gas bottle. We turned the red wagon around and talked and laughed all the way home. Back around that old wood heater, my grandmother is telling us another story that she said is true. Brent and I looked at each other and said, Granny. What Brent and I saw at the end of that dirt road was two red reflector that is used to mark a path. The big black chain kept people from entering the narrow path. That area of the tree line is very dark, and when the wind blows, the noise from the tree branches and the clapping of the chain together makes a sound like an angry dog. The stories that my grandmother told us were sometimes true, but there were other stories that was not true. Brent and I, if not all of us, knew the ones that were true and the ones that was not. The ones that were told that was not true were the stories told to keep us out of trouble, living in the late 60s and early 70s. Meanwhile, as we were about to hear grandmother start the next story, we hear police activity down the road. We run to the window, but my grandmother opens the door and walked out on the porch. The car that the police was chasing turned quickly onto that dirt road and turned the lights off. The police kept going. My grandmother asked us all to gather around the old wood heater as she started the next story. But before she started, she did say, the wicked will see the dog. Hum. With peanuts on the heater, soda pops in our hand, my grandmother said, this is the story about a little boy that refused to do his day-to-day -day activities, but the little boy complained and played around all day until he was missing. Until next time, stay obedience.